stay queens. Welcome to the first episode of the Mixtape Queens podcast. We're Elise and Amanda, your hosts. For those of you who don't know us, the Mixtape Queens specialize in creating stunning visual media for artists and businesses all over the world. From album covers, social media graphics, merchandise designs, and more. We're so happy we can finally start up this podcast. We've been talking about doing it for over a year, and I'm really excited to share with everybody how we came up with this idea to push this business further because you had already started with this dream a long time ago. And as your wife, I've always been fascinated by the story of how you came up with the mixtape queen. And when you had shared that with me, I immediately felt that your story needed to be heard because of how powerful it is and the amount of success that you've gained from it. So I want you to share your story on how you made this dream into fruition and turned it into a business. So go ahead and tell everybody how you came to be the mixtape queen because that's really what started it all. Okay, so I've been using Photoshop and building websites since I was 11 years old. I built my first website dedicated to Leanne Rhymes on Angel Fire. And what is an Angel Fire? It used to be back in the day you could build like a free little web page and it would be like angelfire.com slash whatever. So it was like a Wix almost. Kind of, yeah, but it was free and you'd have ads on there. So, anyways, I ended up building a pretty good website that became pretty popular. So, I upgraded my domain and server and everything on GoDaddy. I had like a whole server, leanne.net, and I actually built a pretty big website. So then in high school, I had a lot of friends who were rappers and a couple friends who did music, like sing and play in bands and stuff. So I had a digital camera and we would do pictures and I would edit everybody's pictures on Photoshop and make it look real cool. So um, that's when I decided I could do people's album covers. That's so dope. Did you just see an album cover and say, I could do that? That's easy. Like, um, Well, it just happened to be that we were working on music, and I thought I could make a cover for this, you know, song that we're working on, or other friends I had that worked on a song, and I thought, well, let me do the cover. So, you know that's not normal, right? I mean, well, the, you know, the normal status quo is, you know, you get a job and you work for other people and you almost just, you just kind of came out the gate swinging like, I don't really want to be working for nobody else. I just want to be doing this. Right. But I didn't think that I would make a career out of it because, you know, my mom didn't want me to be on the computer, to mm-hmm. be honest. And she kind of clipped my wings about me doing my artwork I don't think she knew what I was really capable of and how much I was I I should have been a millionaire when I was a kid Mm. but my mom thought I was just playing games on the computer wasting my time Mm. so she would yell at me get off the computer and I'd have to sneak on the computer at night and like before she got home from work I would get on the computer and work on my photoshop and stuff and she was okay with it sometimes but you know, I was on there all day, all night when I wasn't sleeping or eating or at school. 
So I can just imagine you getting up when everybody's sleeping and you're just sitting on the computer, just typing, like yeah. fixing the websites and the stuff. I think it's pretty cool that you started off with Lee and Rhymes because that's like your favorite singer and you loved her this entire time, but you loved her so much that she helped you really kind of find your passion. She did, yeah, and I didn't know it until I was much older, about 21, mm -hmm. that I needed to do something with my life because I did a lot of soul-searching on how I could make money and, you know, working a regular job. I just knew it wasn't for me, mm -hmm. and it wasn't until I was really 21 where I thought, let me go to school for this, and I went to the Art Institute of Las Vegas, and I majored in web design. How was that? It was it was interesting. I had really good teachers. One of my teachers worked for Marilyn Manson and Linkin Park. He built websites for all of them artists. And so he would sometimes get off the jet with Marilyn Manson and show up in class. Oh my god. Yeah. And one of my teachers also worked at Disney for like 50 years. Um he drew Snow White That's in the so Seven cool. Drawers. That's so so cool. I had really good teachers, but um it took quite a while for me to start charging and thinking I could do this for a living. I started with photography and photo editing. I could airbrush people's pictures really good. I could make people look like movie stars from a magazine. You so. really do. You really do. I've seen some of the stuff that you do and I'm always blown away or like amazed at how you do stuff like that because most of the time when I'm doing it, I can't think of it right then and there, but you already kind of have it planned out before you even start working on it, you kind of already have a vision. I have to build up to that. I'm working on it, but I, I admire that about you. I think that's a powerful thing that you are specifically able to do. And a lot of other people probably too, but I think you were meant to be an artist. For sure. Thanks. 100%. I really do get satisfaction from being an artist. So I just had to figure out how I could put that into action where I could make money off of it. And the first time I did that was with Lovely Karma Designs. I was 22 when I decided that I would start charging. And I built my own website, lovelykarma.com. And I spent the last 15 years working on that. The first cover I charged like $20 or something. And then after I did the first one, I did the second one, third one. And I just kept knocking on doors. I would follow thousands of artists on Facebook and mm. I would message all of them. Kind of spamish, but, you know, I would just say, hey, I do this and this. You know, I'd love to work with you. And out of the 5,000 people I hit up, I got at least, you know, a couple hundred that mm. wanted to work with me. Well, it's hard work and dedication, though, honestly, to even have the energy to hit up so many people and get that much clientele back at that time right i was hitting up maybe 80 to 100 people a day what was the deciding factor to move forward with the mixtape queens um it was part of my awakening up until that point i had been lovely karma and i was out in phoenix arizona i was doing a lot of work with local artists Local rappers, singers, producers, DJs. Um, I was doing photography. I was filming uh, music videos. Um, I was doing like showcases and stuff. And so mm -hmm. 
I knew a whole community out there and everybody knew me as Lovely Karma Designs. It wasn't until I really decided I was going to leave Phoenix that I wanted to rebrand myself mm-hmm. and I wanted to start new. Um, I had lost my domain, lovelykarma.com, because I had failed to renew it mm-hmm. when it was time to renew. And when I tried to buy my domain back, it was over $10,000. Mm-hmm. So I didn't realize how much I had actually built my brand up until I had almost given up on myself. Yeah. So it was part of my awakening in between 2010 and 2012 where... I decided to get the domain mixtapequeen.com because I had done over 500 mixtape covers by then. So I just figured, you know what? I'm one of the only females out here that I see doing mixtape covers and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I just had a bigger vision for the brand to be something kind of like a worldwide type of MTV like, I like basically yeah. bringing artists, like finding the best artists in the world and featuring them with my artwork and yeah, helping them brand themselves and build their fan base. Mm-hmm. I understand that because I didn't know until I came here and I met you and I really started diving deep into my own creativity that I was capable of doing half the stuff that these other people out here that are making you know millions and thousands of dollars off of I never thought that I could do that but like every day I'm like learning something new and I'll do it and I'll finish a project and you've been doing it since you were a little and you are impressed with my work that means a lot to me because I'm like damn, am I doing this right? Or is this going to look right? Is it going to turn out the way that it's supposed to turn out? And it does. But I always get more excited when you look at it after I'm done and you're like, oh my God, that's sick shit. That's some sick shit. And then I get hype. I'm like, oh, okay, I can do that. I can do that. So how do you feel like you've developed as an artist after all this time? I think the biggest thing with being an artist is the pressure of having to do it for a living Mm -hmm. you know I always had it as a side hustle but now more recently now that we've partnered up Mm -hmm. and teamed up together I've you know this is the first time I've ever had any help Mm -hmm. so um just the pressure of being able to perform as an artist to be able to turn on that creative switch yeah when it's needed most you know Mm -hmm. I might not really necessarily have the passion to put together a certain song or something you know I might not feel the um the concept that the person's giving me yeah it's more their idea than my creative idea yeah you know I don't feel like doing it so I have to be able to turn on that creative switch and put my mindset into different people's visions Mm -hmm. to be able to bring their vision alive Mm -hmm. rather than creating something off the top of my head yeah and giving it my own vision yeah I feel you on that because it is a little bit of a struggle to like not let your own creativity sway the way that somebody else would like for something to look right because as an artist you immediately have a vision for what you see the artwork being like Right. But the customer could have a completely different 
idea right. of what they envision for the artwork that they asked for. And right. So being able to do different styles and, you know, get an idea of what someone's style kind of is. Yeah. Maybe if they have a more dark style or a different gothic style, you know, that's not usually what I would do for my brand, but mm-hmm. um, I'm able to, you know, do different styles like that. And then the other thing is being able to fight the resistance mm-hmm. against my creativity. Like, working from home is hard because you get a lot of distractions. Yeah, that's true. And you have to literally motivate yourself every single day to get up because it's easy to just stay in bed and do the minimum. Yeah. You know, whatever's on your task You're list right. and then basically shut it down or, um, you know, just being able to kind of force myself to get up and hustle harder. I think it's pretty interesting from an artist's perspective to say and own up to the fact that when you choose to work from home and perfect your craft and use that to um, build you a business, it's not as easy as people think it is like on a daily basis it's the determination and the hard work that you're going to put in with the artwork or you know the job that you're doing that's gonna be able to open up more doors for you to do stuff that you actually want to do later on it's not the easiest thing in the world being a firefighter is hard being Mm -hmm. a a rescue diver is hard. Mm-hmm. Being a doctor is hard. Mm-hmm. You know, people have hard things in the world. You know, I feel lucky to be no, an artist. No, I mean, I'm, I love being an artist. And I feel you on that. It's yeah. challenging being an entrepreneur and running your own business mm-hmm. because you're always trying to be more productive. That's true. Yeah. So pushing, your, pushing myself to be more productive each day is challenging. Mm-hmm. And if you have a weak mindset or you're easily distracted or you have too much resistance, like saying you're not good enough or, you know, not believing in yourself enough, it can, it can really slow you down. And it it has slowed me down over the years. It can do damage for sure. Yeah. And especially over time, like you wake up every day telling yourself you're not good enough to Um, have the life that you're making commitments towards then it's never gonna happen right if you don't believe that you're making the right commitments to get to where you want to be in life then it's never gonna happen unless you change those habits you change uh, those things that are necessary for you to get to the next level nobody ever got anywhere staying where they're at being comfortable and that's a fact Okay, so I really wanted to ask you this because, you know, working with your spouse can be challenging. It's, you know, also rewarding, but can you share a little bit about how you and I balance creative input and decision making within the Mixtape Queens? I think we balance perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a, a really strong exchange of power. Like, you're able to pick up a lot of places where I need help. Like, being able to put together concepts for artwork. Mm-hmm. You know, you know the first steps. And you started by basically taking a project and getting it started for me. Mm-hmm. And so, through doing that, you learned how to do a lot of stuff. That's true, I did. And you started creating your own style of art. Your own 
cartoon um, illustrations. That's and, so fun for me. And I, I really enjoy seeing that and being able to have help because, you know, we get so much done. You do video editing, you do Photoshop, mm-hmm. and you do sound editing. We do music mm-hmm. somewhat. You That's make true. Beats. That's true. So we got a lot. Renaissance we, women. Yeah, that's we what do we a gotta lot of be. Stuff. And that's really what we have to be in, you know, uh, especially this kind of industry, being women and we're being, you know, we're married. So we have to find that balance, like you said. Right. And being able to, for me, being able to be completely honest with you about something that I might be confused on you really let me voice something and you take it into consideration I think that's really helped us like keep the glue real strong um I'll never forget the first time that you did some illustrations on your own I'm trying to think what it was it was Medusa you know and we had stayed up all night working on the computers Like, we had just gotten the new computer, and so we were both on the computer for Mm -hmm. hours, hours, and hours, days. And I remember you couldn't wait to come home and, you know, get on there and draw. So I got a lot of satisfaction of watching you um, learn and get excited for it Mm -hmm. and, like, obsess over it like I did. And it really came together, divine timing, for us to be together. For sure. I can't believe we, first of all, we met through Instagram and she slid into my DMs. Um. <laughs> I had told you right away that um what I was looking for That's in true. a partner. You were I'd- so upfront and like uh straight to the point that I like immediately had respect for you. I was like, oh okay, that's different. Because I wasn't just looking for a fling, I was looking for commitment and someone to build my life with. Mm-hmm someone that was compatible with me so I I had to be upfront. like I'm not looking for a fling I'm looking for something serious and someone that I can build a future with build a business right I had worked so hard to get to that point and I had almost given up by the time I met you and that's true you did tell me that somehow it just clicked just perfectly like I do feel really lucky and blessed and fortunate Mm-hmm. That it happened like that because there's a lot of people that's not lucky like us. That's true. That's true. I think to have a, a partner that really understands your um, feelings emotionally and mentally and knows how to take care of you even when you're down physically. Like To have a partner that's like you, for me, has been extremely... Um, satisfying it's been like my life has been filled with gratitude like because of that like I have a different understanding of um how to really move with people because of you like you've taught me a lot you've taught me a lot over the last few years and I can't thank you enough for that thank you too thank you for sharing this journey with me absolutely you know um I wanted to just ask you, what is it that you see the Mixtape Queens doing in the next five years? Um, in the next five years, I see us traveling the world. Mm-hmm. I see us working with some of the most talented up-and-coming artists. Mm-hmm. 
um, being able to work with really big artists that are already established also, Mm -hmm. you know, making big contracts and doing big deals and um, becoming a platform where people can get discovered. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, really just expanding the business even yeah. further than what is already done. Yeah, reaching millions of people. I feel you on that. Reaching millions. Thanks for tuning in to the first episode of the Mixtape Queens podcast. We hope you enjoy getting to know a little bit more about Elise and I's journey as the Mixtape Queens. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook to stay up to date on all things Mixtape Queens. If you have any questions or ideas for future episodes, Hit us up in the comments. Until next time, stay creative and keep grinding.